My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence On Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we're talking to Daryl Edwards about Manifest Season 4 Part 2. In the aftermath of Angelina's unleashing a devastating volcanic eruption, the passengers face severe scrutiny in a world fueled by 828 haters. No longer free to solve their own callings without consent and supervision by the 828 registry, a mysterious accident delivers ominous warnings on a biblical scale that will further jeopardize the livelihood of all of the passengers and all of those involved. So to talk about the show and what the final 10 episodes will be like, here is Daryl Edwards, who plays the lovely Vance. So like I said, I have been so excited to try to get you on the show and we have you and I'm in love already. Before I hit record, we were talking and I'm already in love. Likewise, it's mutual. I'm I'm thrilled to be here. (laughs) I'm so happy to have you here. Um, So I'm just going to jump right in to the show. Why not? Um, So I wanted to ask you, for starters, how do you think, and this is, I feel like, very dramatic in terms of Vance. How has Vance changed from, I always ask everybody this because I'm always interested, from the day that you got the script and in your brain you start creating him and working with everybody to the last episode of the show? Oh, um, at the very, very beginning, I felt like, you know, Vance was kind of an adversary, uh, that he is very rational. He's very fact-based and there is a national security threat represented by these people. And through his relationship with Ben and some of the other passengers, he becomes kind of a reluctant ally. And he transitions from that to being like a a family member. Mm -hmm. They're his family. So it's a wonderful art. To, to play as an actor. Yeah, I feel like out of anyone, he changes the most drastically, I mean, throughout the yeah. show. What was it like in terms of becoming part of the Stone family? Because they rely on you so much. You rely on them. You've given up, I sh- I'm saying you, but like Vance has given up, you know, time with his family. He's given up everything for the, the greater purpose of saving the world and helping to work with this family. So what was that like kind of becoming an honorary stone? (laughs) It's great. It's fun. And uh, as a character, it's wonderful to play because it's very, it's very unsettling. Okay. Mm -hmm. He is, he has spent his entire life in a fact based world. If you can see it, if you can prove it, then you can quantify it. And now he's learning that the supernatural exists, that there are other things that you can't necessarily see. He's basically, uh, uh, he's basically being told that magic ex- exists, you know, that it's real. Mm-hmm. And till the, till, till my last episode, it, it's so hard to wrap my mind around it. Without spoiling anything, there is a scene in this season where Ty looks at me and says, what happened? 
And this amazing thing happened. And as he's describing it, he can't believe it. But the interesting thing about Vance is that he always goes back to what he knows. All right, well, there's a procedure. We do this, we do that, and then we do the other, and then we make this happen. And that's like his rock. He holds on to that. So it's uh, it's an interesting, as as you say, it's a really, it's just fun to play. Yeah, and um, I love that scene, by the way. And you can totally spoil it if you want, because it will be coming out after the show. But oh, okay. That, yeah, that scene between the two of you. Um, yeah, when he says, when he says, uh, he says, what happened? I said, look, uh, a fisher opened up, swallowed Daly's body, and some gods alone. <laughs> some gods alone with him. You know, I mean, this is the most fantastic thing that has ever happened to him. In his, in his in his life and it's real and uh it's just really fun uh playing that honestly and i think that's a challenge for all of us these are such fantastic events and we we have to play it really straight really honestly you know that's one of the the the, the great things about my scenes with ty that this the first time you see this uh, actual humor, you know, in Vance's character. I, it was so much, because he is, ties up for anything. He's so much fun. And he's playing, he, he he's playing his character as if he's, it's like big. He is a little kid in a grown man's body. And he does such a great job playing that. So those scenes were, were particularly fun for me. Yeah, and I love to, anytime there's like something major that happens, everyone kind of looks advanced like you're like the dad. <laughs> and then I love, uh, it's a mix between Vance going, okay, procedurally, this is how I got to look at it. Because I, I, I don't know what what the hell just happened. So I'm just going to procedurally go one, two, three, take it one at, at a time. But I love the few times where they break you, where you're like, I don't even know, man. I'm just gonna go with you guys. <laughs> we'll just. I think my favorite <laughs> scene like that is when, uh, <laughs> when, when Ben and Sanvi are in the closet. <laughs> he opens it up. He's like, "Okay, what? Oh, all right. Whatever this is, wrap it up." <laughs> I, I think that's one of my favorite so lines of dialogue. Look, this, just wrap it up. <laughs> I love that scene so much because there's he has no context to it. So when he opens the closet door and just sees yeah. two people kissing, he's like, yeah. "What's going?" Like I could just see his face going, "Like really? Like right now in the middle of all this? With everything like, that's going on? Out. This is what you're doing?" He's thinking. See, this is why I hate kids. <laughs> I mean, you're right. He's a dad. He's a very stern dad. You know. Yeah. So for. For Vance, as time has gone on, we've said, obviously, he's made, like, major changes and shifts. Do you think that he, excluding the finale, because we'll, we'll get to the finale, but prior to the finale, do you think that he starts to believe in the supernatural or into these events as realistic things that he can, because he's physically seeing them, even though they're so kind of outrageous? He has no choice. He, he has to believe it because it's real. Uh, again, I, I just, I think I find it, I think I'm repeating myself, but every time something unbelievable happens, you know, it's like he has to widen his world, you know, because he is fact-based, 
you know so he has to say look this is it this is what this is what's happening and i just had to find a way you know what it's like for me what i thought about was they just released videos of uh not just maybe like a year ago videos of uh pilots military pilots who saw ufos things they couldn't identify and they default to their training which is this is what i'm seeing it's moving in a way that nothing that i'm aware of moves this is the direction it's going in now it's changed directions and i think that's where vance is he's seen these unbelievable things these impossible things and he's just got to quantify it and deal with it on an acting level when we like you know it's fun for us on the on the tv magic side right so we see these like outrageous things lights and explosions and streets coming up and volcanoes appearing and all of these crazy things but on an actor's side i'm assuming you're not seeing a volcano come out of the ground so how does that work for you like what is your process to make all of that look so real because it's like seamless it really does feel like you guys are in the middle of losing the world it, it, we have had a lot of good directors mm -hmm. that can help you because um when you when you're seeing something and the camera's on you um the director can be talking to you and they're just edited out for what the you know for what the viewers see on the air but uh uh Romeo Tyrone is one of our directors and uh last season uh Vance walks into Eureka and the camera's just on me and I walk in and I and Romeo is is on the other side he's going it's the most amazing thing you've ever seen more incredible. It's more incredible than that. Imagine the most incredible thing you ever seen. It's 10 times that. You know? So he's he, he's helping you. Great directors would do that. I did an episode of The Blacklist of, uh, 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 a few weeks ago, and it was directed by Andrew McCarthy. And uh, he did that. He uh, There's a scene where I talk about uh, the difficulty of being in, in, in war. And he comes up to me and says, this is what it is. And it's this, and it's that. And, the, and I'm, as an actor, I go, oh my God. <laughs> a good director can do that for you. So uh, yeah, we've had a lot of good directors who have really, had, not the least of which being Josh and Melissa. Because they're actors, they are excellent with, with motivating you to be where you need to be in the moment, you know? It's uh, it, it, uh, it was wonderful working with them as directors. Does it change when it's um, an actor that's directing? Because I feel like an actor's director is a little different because they understand what it's like to be on the other side versus a direct, not to like, you know, not credit a director, but just, is there a difference in, in the way that they approach you and how they handle certain scenes? It does change, but the best, the best directors I find who were never actors direct as if they were. And uh, Melissa, our directing uh, 
they both understand the technical challenges, but they also understand the emotions. I, I always tell the story. There was something technical that I had to do opening a door with a device. And I wasn't sure how it all came together. And Melissa came over and said, yeah, I know. It's very confusing. So this is the way you should think of it. It's like beep, bop, boop, bop, bam. It's like that. And it made perfect sense. It made perfect sense. And she's so much younger than me. But she was so um, she was so adept as a director. And I was like, wow, look at this young woman. Just you go ahead. And it's the same thing with Josh, where it was, it was night, it was kind of an emotional scene. He's talking about well, something that I'm experiencing with Sambi, because I'm seeing the, the bottles everywhere. She's changed. And he, I, I don't remember the exact words, but it wasn't like he was directing. It was like he was just talking to me. And he was like, yeah, I mean, you know, imagine if you had a daughter and suddenly you discover bottles in her room. And he just walked away. <laughs> And I was, you know, you know, I was in the moment already. I was already in the moment. So good directors can do that for you. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing to see what we see on the show. And for the effects team and for everybody that does it, I mean, kudos because it looks amazing. Is there anything that they, do they mix in sometimes? Some like real, like, you know, lights or some things? Or are you kind of talking to a tennis ball or looking at a tennis ball area? Sometimes they, uh, there's, there's an effect that they can give you, like a strobe light or something like that. But most of the time, you know, all of that stuff is done in post. So it's just your imagination, uh, the, your scene partner, and the skill of the director who knows how to speak the actor's language and get you to see something that's not there. You know, I always, you know... I mean, everybody knows this, you know, we all fell in love with Ian McKellen when in real life, he's got this green screen behind him and he's on a, a soundstage. But what we saw was a wizard fighting a Balrog and telling him that he shall not pass. And we believed that moment, you know, that's the power of like, you know, when you reach that level of an actor and you have a great director that can help you get there. So let's dive into what is Manifest, which is, I mean, the show is so full of twists and turns. The writing is amazing for the fact that everything is connected um, and everything kind of comes back. And even in this last season, a lot of things from the prior seasons come back. So I keep telling yes. everyone, watch all the other seasons because you're going to, you might see something and go, where did I see that? And you might miss it. So I'm like, go back and rewatch everything. But um, was it hard as an actor to keep the story straight? Because there's so many things going on. There's like myth a lot. Like, you know, there's just like, there's myth, there, there's history, there's statues, there's this, that. So like, was it hard to keep track of any of that? Did you not have to worry about that as the actor? What is wonderful, and you know, we're we have a writer's strike now, right? On a show like this, understand how crucial the writers are for you. Because if you're reading a script and there's something that you don't understand, there is like uh, the writers are basically working 24 hours a day, you know, 
and you can text somebody and say, you know what, I didn't understand this. Or you can you can bring them over to the set and they'll help you understand the line through. Remember episode, because even a writer may have written one episode, but the writer has to study all the episodes. So the writer will say to you, remember what happened in the first season in episode 112? Well, this connects to that in the fourth season. You go, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you know? So having, having the writers on the set uh, helping you follow your, your line through, it's just, uh, it's just crucial. So let me just give a shout out to the writers. And this is going to be a difficult strike, but we support them. And uh, I hope they, they're able to, to get the producers to pay them a, a living wage because they earn it. You don't have manifest without our writers. Yeah, and I 100% agree. I mean, without without writers, I I think Manifest would have been a. I I don't even know what it would have become. It would probably if there was one writer, which is kind of how these things are happening, these mini rooms and all the stuff that the WGA is fighting for. I mean, I don't think two people could have sat down and collectively created that. I mean, it's just impossible. There's just too much of a story, and it wouldn't have. And you have to have a leader like Jeff Rake, who's the showrunner who helps keep everything, you know, he helps keep, he helps keep everything ordered in your mind, you yeah. know, because it's his vision and he kept it. it he just, uh, it's, uh, it's amazing. I'll tell you, I don't know if you know this, but uh, when I auditioned for Manifest, I did not audition for Vance. I, oh, had, I didn't know that. I had three, there was, there was like four lines in the audition. And it was actually daily, the pilot. And it was really, there was really only four lines. And you know, I have so much fun playing, you know, that the idea of playing a guy that can fly a plane was very cool. So yeah. I, I studied it, you know, I listened to recordings of pilots talking to towers and it's very man matter of fact, you know, it's very, you know, fact based, like Vance, right? So I did that audition and my agent calls me up and my agent says, um, well, you didn't get the job as a pilot, but they want you to look at this other part. And I said, oh, okay, what's the part? He said, uh, deputy director of the NSA. And I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> but he, he was only supposed to be in like the pilot episode and maybe a, a couple of other episodes, but um, they, kept, they kept bringing me back and the part kept expanding expanding and i'll tell you two experiences i was terrified i was so afraid the that the, the pilot there's like a hundred extras and there's airplanes and helicopters and, and lights going on and i'd never done anything like that before as an actor so that scene where i said you you've all been missing presumed dead for five and a half years i was terrified you know uh -huh. so what i did was i just made up stuff i just uh, when I walk over to the guy who plays Captain Daly, I just ad lib. I, I, I what did I say? I think I said something like, uh, "Where did you land?" You know, I just put him on the defensive, and then I went over and I'm speaking to the people, and I was so nervous. And I go over to Josh and Melissa in between takes. I said, "Wow, guys, thank you for supporting me because I'm, you know, I'm so nervous." And Melissa, <laughs> Melissa said, 
What are you talking about? You were great. And then Josh turns black. Josh says, this is manifest. This is how we do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so right away, I knew I was in good hands. And the same thing happened a few days later with JR, where uh, the, the first scene where I confront him in his captain's office. And uh, I was really nervous. And I sat on the desk and I had to move this thing out of the way. And at the end of it, I said, hey, man, thanks for getting me back. He said, man, you better stop that. You are a monster. So everybody's got everybody's back in this cast. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty, after talking to most of you, it's a pretty special thing, which is very rare to see. And everybody talks about everyone else, which is so amazing, like during interviews and hearing stories of how everybody worked together. So you can tell that you guys are all close. And I feel so bad because, when you guys are all close like that, obviously, yes, you guys are going to keep talking and all of that, but you don't get to work together and see each other every day. And you have that emotional goodbye right when the show's done, but then you yeah. have the emotional goodbye of press, right? Because you all have to get back together and do all of these things. And then it's it's almost like getting you guys again because it comes out and you have to say goodbye again. But this is one special cast for sure. Well, when you have a good together. experience filming something, uh you never really lose uh your family you know they're 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 always they're always there for you and you know you hear about things in different casts where some people don't like other people you know in our cast you know you always look for going to work because if it's raining and it's cold uh, the worst conditions at least you're going to be with people that you like and respect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you guys are all funny and all lovely. And I could see why you probably <laughs> a lot of shenanigans, I'm sure, go on in between filming. And it just sounds like the best set ever to be on. Um, for you, as obviously the show has gone on. So now we're heading into, so part one came out basically of the final season. It was split into two. So we had the first 10 episodes. We have 10 episodes coming June 2nd. And then the show's over. Um, for the first 10, where do we find Vance and where have we left him in between the beginning of part one and the end of part one? Uh, he, uh, his involvement with the passengers has basically cost him his family, you know? Uh, you know, his wife basically said, look, I don't know what all of this is and I don't care. Uh, my son was kidnapped and almost killed because of what you have chosen to do off the grid. I'm out. And she takes the boys and she leaves. And, uh, it's devastating, but, he, but, you know, Vance has to go back to what he knows it's the job it's the mission and this is the greatest mission that he's ever embarked on it's literally saving the world yeah and it's so interesting too because without vance being there i think we wouldn't have seen a lot of things and one thing in particular i felt like you stood for or your character stands for and we talked a, sort of about this right before i hit record but in terms of um diversity inclusion and kind of current things that are going on so in terms of diversity obviously you guys have a very diverse cast you being one of them which is very important which is why i'm so happy that you were on for way more than four lines in the beginning and then maybe like a little 
flashback where we see you, you know, we saw the captain again. But in addition to that, we have a, we have people being caged. And I mean, this is and, and this is not that far off, unfortunately. So this is happening in the world. And this may be not that far off from other people that are getting registered and happening. In the well, world. we've seen so, it. We, we've seen it when the right. society becomes afraid. You know, things, the unimaginable can happen. You know, I was talking to Ellen about this very thing, you know, right. about how uh, loyal, hardworking American citizens of, of Japanese descent were interred. They had their property taken from them. They were treated like the enemy. It can happen when a society becomes afraid. We saw that happen again uh, post 9-11, you know, where uh, law-abiding people were treated like the enemy. You know, there's a guy that, 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 uh, <clears throat> I was in New York on 9-11 and uh, there was a store uh, that was owned by an uh, Arab gentleman. And uh, I'll never forget it. It was the night of 9-11. I don't know whether they were FBI, but they were, they were wearing suits and they, they didn't fit very well, you know, and he was terrified. And I saw him uh, shortly after that, you know, in his store, and he wouldn't talk about it, you know. So, but he was terrified, and his wife was terrified for him. Things like that can happen when we become afraid as a society, when we become afraid of the other. So, yeah, you are, it's a very, very good point. This is a cautionary tale, a cautionary tale. Yeah, and fellow New Yorker, I'm in New York now, and um, yeah, it's scary. And I feel like your character, if anything, is so critical to that storyline because while all of these other people see them as things, as experiments, as ways to learn, and then ultimately in part two as giveaway, like, you know, we don't care. We're just going to lock up and leave them. Your character is the only one other than obviously the people that are in there going, but they're like, you say a line and like, I got like choked up because you said, but they're human beings. Like, like, and you start like yelling and like, you're like following her around and saying they're human beings and they don't care. And then there's, you know, they put like a timer on the doors and the doors are going to lock and you're, and your character Vance is running all around and trying to warn everybody and tell everybody what to do. And, and like, it was just very emotional because it's this guy that's going, I, I would take everybody out if I could, I can't. So I'm going to warn as many people as I can. But at the same time, at, by that point, they're all such family that they were like, we're better together and we're going to stick together. But Ben still finds a way to kind of work with them and get in there. But that whole scene, that whole sequence of that decision making and the locking of the door and Vance running around and screaming that they're humans and all of those things, just, I don't know, just got to be, it was emotional. And I think it's because like you said, it's happening today. It's something scary. It could happen to any of us. I'm, you know, uh, people, that's what people always think, right? It's not going to happen to me until it happens to you. Right. So it's scary. Um, but you were the one person that was there. And I think we all need people like Vance there saying, what are you doing? 
Like this is that not- was a that was a fun arc to play only because I got to have long scenes with people that I generally don't have scenes with. It was it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's it's emotional. And, you know, uh, watching all of those things. And what I also love, too, is what you said just now, that Vance in season one wouldn't have done that, whereas Vance in season four, you know, does. And that also shows progression and that we can yeah. learn and we can adjust. And it's it's okay to be open-minded. And I feel like there's so many elements. You could probably get where I'm going to with the finale, but there's so many elements of humanity that we can learn and it's okay. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay to be educated. It's okay to feel differently. And on a TV show, you see it in a slow progression. So sometimes you don't even realize and you go, wow. But like looking back when you see it, like, you know, I did rewatch the beginning, you know, after I finished four, I, I rewatched the whole thing again. And you do see like major changes with obviously all of the characters due to various things. But for Vance, for someone that's coming in from a quote governmental type of space, to change so drastically is someone that was open-minded and was willing to listen and learn. Well, and I think that, again, it's the writers that, um, the writers on this show helped me so much because uh, I don't know how much of this I can actually say. Um, (laughs) uh, When we were on NBC, uh, I think there was some elements of the network that said you have to have a sacrifice because that raises the stakes when you have a sacrifice. So uh, uh, you got to kill Vance. Uh, our writers did not like that. So our writers, along with our showrunner, decided that, well, he's going to die, but we don't see the body. And as long as you don't see the body, anything is possible. And you can make the case of why we need to bring him back to do this, that, and the other. And we can do it because there was no body. It takes a very dedicated creative writing staff to make that happen. So again, great writers can see things that other people don't really see at the time and they can make that happen. And that's why you can have uh, uh, four seasons of a show that becomes part of your life that you enjoy because the writers can make that happen. Yeah. And I think, first of all, if NBC, I can say this, you can't, you probably won't say this, but if NBC had killed you off, I would have boycotted NBC. <laughs> so I would have been so pissed. And then second, they, they didn't understand the value because your, you being on the show is very valuable because a lot of the stuff you're saying is either stuff that we as viewers are going, what the hell is going on? Like, you know, in season one, season two, we're on your side. We're, we're, we're kind of like you, like, we don't know what's happening. We love these characters, but we're trying to figure everything out, but you represent something bigger. And so whatever, whatever NBC's idea was, whether, you know, I don't know why you would get rid of even more diversity on the cast, but sure. Whatever. I, again, I can say that, let them get mad at me, but for. Let me just say that that's my version. That's my understanding of it. Right. Could be wrong, but I don't think I am. Yeah. <laughs> but, you, didn't, you didn't 
anything bad though. I could say I could say it and just say I think that would have been a huge mistake. And it shows for sure, you know, in season four in particular. And yeah, I would have boycotted. So. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I gotta tell you a funny those. part about that. Like so many of the writers on our show uh found I mean Jeff called me at home and he said unfortunately this is what's going to happen to your character and I was like hey man you know what this has been the best job I've ever had in my life so thank you for that but then like almost every day after that a writer would come up to me and go yeah uh you know, we, we never see your body. And then they, they walk away. <laughs> never saw your body. Don't worry about it. Never so saw your then body. finally at the cast party at the end of that season, Jeff, I, I was one of the last people at the party and Jeff just sort of walks over to me. said, just so you know, you're not dead. We're bringing you back. You can't tell anybody, but. <laughs> well, I, I can't even imagine the show without you. So that's so crazy, but. Yes, I'm glad that they saw the importance of your character and what he represents and just what he does for everybody. So glad you were still well, this, there. This, this season, I think also, like you said, people, this is going to air after everybody's seen it. Yes. Yeah. I'm, okay, I used so, to wait like a couple of days till after it's streaming. So there's, there's an actress named Erica Rolfsrun, mm -hmm. and she played the FBI agent in the pilot. And uh, this scene in the first episode of the pilot where we're looking down the plane, trying to figure out what the hell going on. And uh, she turns to me and she says, I think we've taken impossible off the table. And they bring her back at the end, the last episode. And she says the same line. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so awesome. It's, it's so, so awesome to go full circle like that. And it was, it was, uh, it was fun and interesting and challenging to play Vance the way Vance was in the first season. He's first season Vance. He's not fourth season Vance. So in that scene, I have to go back to being first season Vance, you know? Yeah. And it was so interesting to walk into that energy. And, uh, but Josh remembers everything, you know? So as I'm walking in and he's like, <laughs> like you know, I catch him out of the corner of my eye. And it's, it was such a, it was surreal because I'm going, hey, how you doing, Ben? But I can't do that because right. I don't remember you. So I got to keep up. So that was, that was, that was a fun night. That was a fun night. Well, I want to talk about that. So before you found, did you know right away how the show was ending or no? Did you find no out? Idea. Okay. No idea. So before you found out, did you have any like crazy theories or ideas as to like how the show was going to kind of wrap up? Because I feel like everyone had like some sort of theory or idea. I will tell you something. Uh, my girlfriend is named Jill. Mm -hmm. And she cannot stand the fact that I will not speculate on to what is happening. Well, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. I'm just watching it. I'm staying in the moment. And it drives her crazy. And that's the way I am. I had no theories about where this was going. None. In fact, I enjoyed... Um, uh, going going on uh, on on, uh, on Facebook and you know the various fan forums and reading what the fans thought was happening, 
And it was interesting because I would read a fan theory and I go, oh, that's interesting. And then it would actually happen in the show. It actually, some of the fans actually got it right, you know? So yeah, we got a really dedicated fan base and, and sometimes they will find nuances in the show that I hadn't thought of and I'll like include them in the character, you know? It's so it's so funny that you should say that because and well I want to get to the finale but what was interesting is of course so obviously I I saw the show so I'm on Twitter and it's like and I'm saying hey I'm interviewing uh, you know Daryl and I tag you and people are asking me really questions I'll probably like you know shoot you some of them but what was interesting is so many people are like throwing theories out and I'm like it's like so hard to be like that's right or that's not right or like you know because I can't say anything. But one person had, and I, I wrote to Josh, I was like, Joshua in caps, because someone wrote a theory about the book. And they said, I don't know if it's necessarily Ben holding Olive in that, on that page. Um, and they literally were like picking apart and whoever's, I, she follows me. So I'm sure she's going to watch this. Um, so I'm sorry that I don't remember your, your handle, but she said, um, I don't think that it's, you know, Ben and Olive. I think it could be Ben and someone else. And then she starts picking apart, like, the clothing and the coloring and stuff like that. So then Josh responded with, like, a photo with his head's cut off, right? Like, to not... But I'm like, Josh, come on. Everyone knows what you look like. So, like, he posts a photo (laughs) and then she was like, are we right? Like, in caps. She's close. She's not completely right, but she was was close enough to recognize that that was going to be, like, important. Um, and then Josh just put like a like little cute like emoji, and I literally wrote like an on um over to him, and I was like Joshua, because <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, that's in like the last like fifteen minutes of the show. I'm like, don't give away that you're carrying Angelina, you know. So um, yeah, it's so funny, but I mean, they like pick it apart like crazy. I mean, yeah, yeah, there are yeah. photos. If someone put up, um, and again, I'm sorry if you're listening and I'm not naming you, but someone put up a graphic that had every photo that's been released from season four for wow. you to look at and to like kind of like go through. So I just keep telling everyone, I know that they love the show and I know they want to pick it apart and I know they have all these theories, but I went into it kind of how, your mentality, which was like, I don't know what's going on. I don't want to believe that they're one, that they're here, there, that they're stuck, that they're dead, that this, that. I was like, I just want to watch it. I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't watch anything. But again, I got it before all of that kind of stuff came out. So, but either either way, I don't think I would have watched any of it. And by not watching it and watching that finale, I was hysterical because (laughs) I just cried the whole time because it was so emotional. So to kind of lead into that right before, I think it's, is it the finale episode or the episode before? Now I'm like black, like, smushing them together but vance is i think it's the finale it might be the episode before vance is there you guys are all kind of camping out you're next to this it was the episode right before the finale okay so we see we see everybody together and you got you got me first you and josh damn you and i'm gonna tell josh too i'm so mad at him i held it together the whole show and then you guys are all camping and everyone's getting ready and we don't know what's going to happen. The death dates, you know, upon us. And you two have this moment where, you know, Ben comes over to Vance and says, listen, and, and there's like tear and Josh has this great way too of like holding tears in his eyes, which makes you even more like emotional. And he comes up to Vance and he just goes, listen, you're done. 
You've done everything that you could do. You're done. We don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Go home. Go to Florida. Go be with your family. And, you know, you could see Vance, like, for, like momentarily hesitate. Like, he doesn't answer right away. And then, and then goes, okay, all right. Well, I love you, brother. And then, like, and then you guys hug. And then, like, like you know, they have a close-up of Josh's face. So you have a close-up of Ben. And he's kind of emotional. And you see Vance, like, choked up. And he's emotional. And I just lost it. And I was like, dang, guys. Like, we're not even in the last episode. And, like, I was, I was emotional. For that scene for you... What was that scene like where he's he's kind of going, you've done so much. You've been there every step of the way. You risked so much. You lost your family. It's okay to go. It's okay. I, I, I will tell you something. I had a lot of trouble with that scene mm -hmm. because there was a, I'm, I'm walking and they're carrying stuff and they just gave me the thing and then they changed the bag and the strap broke and there was so many different things to, to, to get and uh, I think S.J. Munoz, I hope she was the director. If she wasn't, then I apologize. I think I think she was the director of that episode. But at any, any rate, whoever the director was, I kept messing it up. I just kept messing it up. And then, um, uh, and, and, and Josh was feeling my frustration because he wanted me to get it. Uh, and then at one point, he just sort of grabbed me and, and, and shook my shoulders in a playful way, because that's very, very Josh. Mm -hmm. And I just breathed. And then I turn around, the director's coming over, we're going to move on. I said, I need one more. It's an actor for, let me, let, let's do one more take of that shot. Right. And as Josh was turning away from me, he was like, and, and, and the director went back and said, he wants one more. And we did it. And it, it just clicked like that because uh, what Josh was communicating to me in that moment, uh, forget about all that other stuff and just, you know, look at me. If you look at me and take it off of me, everything's going to be fine. And that's exactly what happened. So that's the story of that scene. It's such a beautiful emotional scene. For Vance, do you was that your last scene that you filmed? Because I know people film out of order. The last scene that I shot was uh, what was the last scene that I shot? I think the last scene that I shot was the actually at the airport. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, so like in order, so that would have been okay. Yeah. So for the scene um, between Vance and um, Ben with him kind of going it's okay you can go and you guys are both emotional and you go what do you think Vance is as he's walking away because we see they, they do like a wide shot where we see you walking and I know a lot of you I think haven't seen it yet but they do a wide shot where you're just like walking and then you grab your phone out of your pocket which you know we all assume probably are to call your wife to be like hey you know I'm coming home or whatever what do you think Vance is thinking when he's walking away at that point like relief is he still concerned or just like give it up to God and I'm go going with my family and hopefully we'll spend time with them. Like, where is he at mentally at that point? What I was trying to play is that you got two families. Yep. All right. 
the family that you're with right now in this moment, what I was trying to play is, wait a minute, they've got each other. They don't need you anymore. Whatever they're going to work out, they'll work out. Let it go. There are people who need you, and they are your family also. And that's where you got to go. And I allowed that uh, mission-oriented thing to kick in, okay? The mission now, as has been communicated to you by your brother, Ben, is to go be with your family. That's the mission. So that's the way I tried to play it, just to hold it together and, you know, to, 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 to get to where the scene needs to go. Yeah. Well, you guys got me first there. So I was emotional. So I was like, darn it. Um, and then let's talk about the finale. So then, so basically, you know, not going through the whole thing because everyone's obviously seen it at this point, but Basically, they have to re-get on this plane that magically appears kind of out of the ground. And they all get onto this plane. We have no idea what's going on. And really what, and and it's very difficult to end a show like this, right? Because like Lost, you had all these people up and our back and forth. For a show like this, though, I thought it was so smart. And again, it's the writing. It was so smart that they decided to... Listen, we're not going to like specify, like, you know, go specific and answer every little thing and this and that. But what we're going to do that will make sense overall, and at least for me, was the humanity aspect. That it was to, the decision, I think, you know, Ben says it in the episode with, um, at the campfire, you know, that it's all about being a good person and that we chose to do good things. And we chose kind of like salvation. We chose to do all of these things. And there's a reason why everyone's on that plane because they're all going through various things. They're all various levels of quote, what you want to call like a good person. I mean, like, and I think it's a, it's a moment where they all have to decide one of them in particular, I, like, you know, people are kind of like exploding <laughs> and what, and during that moment, you know, two of the characters that are, are about to explode, one sacrifices one for the other, and then it doesn't happen. So it's just showing you it's really, no, it was irrelevant where they are. It was irrelevant what happened. It was irrelevant that it was the five years. None of that matters. And I don't think anyone's going to be upset with it. I wasn't upset with it. I loved it because it had it didn't matter. All that mattered was that they formed a family and it was about being good. And the yeah. people that were not able to see humanity and be good and move forward and make those good decisions, unfortunately, were the 11 that didn't make it off that planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's yeah, what I, you know. Uh, it's a very difficult thing to do to uh, to tell a contemporary story that hinges on faith and morality. It's a very, very difficult thing to do. It's a very, very difficult line to walk. And that's one of the that's one of the things that I admire so much about this show, you know, that it actually goes there mm -hmm. and it's able to come out the other side, you know, that's, that's, that's quite an accomplishment. I, and again, I, I have to, amazing. again, I have to credit Jeff Rake and, you know, cause Jeff is a writer too. 
Mm-hmm. I have to, uh, uh, you know, credit Jeff and our writing staff for being able to to make those values values that we we are able to play as actors. Yeah, and then what's so amazing too is so they what what makes it even further and kind of guts you a little bit more in the heart is when you know they open the door and you see white so you're going oh my gosh like you know and everyone i'm telling you everyone's gonna go oh and i'm sure if you're listening to this you probably went yeah that was my first thought because my first thought was oh are they in heaven oh are they light? and i was like but we kind of knew that so i'm like oh that would be kind of a letdown but then as they start walking and all of a sudden they're coming out of the gate bawling because they look exactly how they did in season one which i can i can say this that i found out i i had asked around i won't say which cast member told me but i asked around and i was like was that filmed in the beginning and you guys knew or was that filmed at the end? and they were like no we filmed it at the end and i was like damn you guys matched the outfit like like the whole costume everybody matched it hair and makeup i mean i had no clue that that, that was filmed five years apart or six years i mean however long apart it was but when we see you guys all together walking off that plane there's this beautifulness and bittersweetness and the fact that they all know each other and i feel like they're all going to be in each other's lives still and be connected and they'll be forever connected as we all are which is kind of what the show is pointing out and then there's also characters that don't remember in particular cal yes i thought was so beautiful and the line that Ben says that, you know, he was forgiven and because he was forgiven, he doesn't remember because he could have a childhood. Yes. 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 Yeah. And I'll tell you the, the one that got me was I couldn't really look at her, but we got to ride back together in the van. We shared a van. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, me, Athena and Matt shared a van going back so that was neat but uh seeing athena and and <laughs> seeing athena and josh together that was the part that, that got me again like i couldn't as i'm going through that door i can't look at him because i look at him i'm gonna lose it you know because uh yeah yeah it, it really it, it when she died that real that was something on the show that really 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 got me because uh, we talked a little bit how uh, before we started uh, recording about my mom, you know, and the mom that Athena's character played was just like my mom, you know, Uh, I could just, I saw it so clearly that, that, wait a minute, uh, you took my son to a place where there was an explosion and people die and you did not tell me? No, you got to go. (laughs) That is exactly what my mom would have said. That's exactly what my mom would have said. So Ben, Ben, their split, it made perfect sense to me, you know? So that when, um, when we lost her character, when she died, it was, yeah. You know, it was terrible because I actually wanted to, was hoping that later on, if the series go on, I would get some scenes with Athena. So when she came back to to wrap things up, that was, uh, that was really emotional for me. Yeah. I mean, it was, that was very hard when we lost her. Um, 
I think a lot of people got emotional when we had that flashback scene where she comes back, even though it's Angelina, but even um, though it's Angelina, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you need a theater there. So, I mean, that was great. I had no idea. I mean, like I told you, like I really went into it with no expectations. What I loved the most is when everybody kind of runs out, there's, there's a couple of scenes that I love. One of them is with you. Um, but I love when everybody comes out and there's like, you know, we love each other. We don't know what we're going to do, but we'll all, you know, we'll all get to know each other and we'll all stay together while that's happening. There's like Ben running off to race kiss and she's going, what's wrong with you? Like, you know, I just saw you, like, what's the matter with you? And like, it has no idea all these things and all these yeah. tests and all these things that he's been through. Yeah. And then I love when, um, I think, and I want to talk to Melissa about this, but I think for Melissa's character, you know, for Mick, I know a lot of people ship her and Jared together. Uh, a lot of people like her and Zeke, but I think that she was right in the fact that she goes to him when she's in pain, right? So the the proposal initially when she before she even got when she was on the plane and kind of running away was because she was trying to get over the loss of a friend. Right. They get together again towards the middle, which is gonna <laughs> get confused and gut fans, but at least you get But those were great scenes. Together. Those are great scenes. Melissa and JR scenes. Oh my gosh. Those so were really great scenes, man. You know, and it's a misdirect. You know, hold it back. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the back. I mean. Yeah. I mean, fans are gonna love it and hate it because they will I know they want them together so bad. And they were so funny and so cute and so loving together. And so oh my gosh, it was it was it was it was actually really fun. And I'm kind of glad that they gave that to us, like to see them again together. But he, you know, I think as she is learning and even on the plane, she says, you know, I think she realizes, you know, I go to him when I'm in pain because they get back together when she's in pain. Her husband, I mean, it's like, I feel like it was five seconds after Zeke died. Like, I think she yeah. just, yeah. so yeah. she, she that's exactly right. That's exactly and, right. Which is why the taxi cab with Zeke works oh, so well. Well, it killed me because when it she goes, works so well, it works but, so he, well. but Matt plays it perfectly oh my gosh he plays yes. it perfectly like the confusion but the attraction mm -hmm. but the confusion it's <laughs> it's it it's perfect it's i love perfect. it so much because i love the conversation she has and um and when she's telling jared like listen there's someone better for you i've seen it i believe yeah. and he knows it too yeah he like yeah. agrees with her yeah and, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was so my second favorite scene is her going Oh my God. Cause she, she remembers like he's in the cab, takes off running, hits into one of the passengers and goes, here's your wife on the phone. Like, you know, cause they all know each other. So I started laughing and then she runs out and finds him where she's looking through all the cabs and finds him. How Matt did that. I have no idea to really pretend that you don't know anyone to have a full, I mean, it's one thing if you, you kind of pass through, but to really act like he had never seen her before. And, and like, and she, and she goes right into the cab, like a, like a wife would, you know, oh, where are the snacks, taking the snacks out and talking to him. And he's going, this is odd, but uh, interested. And, and I love when she, uh, he goes, you know, where are you, where are you going? And she goes, can we just, just drive for a yeah. bit? And he's yeah. like, oh, okay. And, and like, you could tell right away, you're like, yes, like they're going to get together. It's going to be okay. It was, it I was think that, that Matt had, the most challenging part of any of us this season. He had the most challenging part. I, I mean, I'm kind of in awe. I don't know how you, you play those scenes where you're not really there, but you're there. 
I don't know how you do that. That for me was an acting lesson, watching him do that, you know? And then as you say, come back as a completely the same person, but completely different, you know? Uh, yeah, we got a good cast. <laughs> we got a, we got <laughs> you guys a good do. Cast. So I'm like, so literally I'm like crying and laughing. I think the last three to five minutes, everyone's going to be crying and laughing. And then we see you. So I'm so excited. And I'm like, oh, we're going to see Vance. Vance must remember. And then I go, oh my God, he doesn't because we see you. But I just started laughing because when we see Vance, he's walking and he's going, what do you mean 11 people are missing from a plane? We got to start looking into that. And then I went, oh no, like, first of all, I hope it's not downward spiral again, where he has to like go through this whole thing all over again about this weird like aircraft and then 11 people went missing. But you're just totally, like, you're unaware. And the other thing that I felt like was Cal is unaware and there's a few characters that are unaware of kind of what happened. And I feel like it was for a reason. And I feel like for your character in particular, who gave up so much, kind of deserved to just be free and have his family and just look into maybe 11 people missing. They probably won't know what happened. And hopefully just close the case. And like, well, he's and back to, he's hand. back to his comfort zone. He's an right. investigator. There is a mystery to solve. He has spent his entire life solving mysteries, finding out what's investigating. So yeah, it, it, he's back on solid ground for him. You know, there's an answer. Let's find it. And again, it was so much fun being the, the actor's name is Erica Rolfsman. And it was so much fun doing a scene with her again. That, that, yeah, that was perfect. Yeah, I loved it. And I love that Drea was a rookie and then her and, you know, Drea and me. And like, so it's just showing you if you're a good person and you do all these right, good things and you really try to do the best and help people, it all just falls into place. And that's what you're, show shows us and so of course like I said I was emotional I was crying I was doing I was everything with it but I was so happy for Vance in particular that he was not one that remembered because he was one that didn't have any of that stress any of that pain any of the heartbreak any of the family issues that he was just another day at work just going to work and whole and like I said hopefully it's like one of those quick like we can't figure it out I don't know turns into a cold case you just move on to like your next thing and he'll have it was it was it was a nice it was a nice circle because um I don't think know whether it was in the first season or the second season I think it was the first season where Vance the beginning of him going off of the grid and moving towards working with Ben is when uh he gets a call uh, from Powell and Powell asked him, he's at his house. He's going into his house and it's at night and Powell, uh, agent Powell asked him, so did you find anything? And I'm holding the, uh, the drive in my hand. And I say, no, I didn't find anything. And that was like a major leap for Vance, you know, to, to, to start drawing outside of the lines. So to go full circle like this and for the writers to, 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 it was just a, a wonderful gift. Yeah. And like you said earlier, I love that the person in the beginning that had doubt and that remained kind of like semi doubtful and not really helpful had the same exact line at the end, which just shows you like there was no growth there. Whereas Vance, 
I don't know. He just seems a little different. He's the same, but different, if that makes sense. And he probably doesn't even know why. And it's yeah. all of that stuff. And it, it was just, it was so well done. It was so beautiful. It was so good. And like, oh my gosh, you did such a good job. I mean, all of the things like floating through my brain. I mean, like being, getting that tail fin piece, you guys on the boat, you guys, you know, you sacrificing yourself, you slowing people down, you avoiding shot. I mean, just all the stuff that you did as an actor that you did as an as a character. I I don't know how you did it, but you did such a good job with it. You there's were so one, there's one moment that I want to mention because you yeah, reminded me of Ellen again. I love Ellen. Ellen has a, a she's mischievous as a person. She really is like that. So they include that again, the writers include that in her character. So when the tunnel is dug and we all come together and we see that, oh, she's pregnant. Right. Okay. And then there's like a little, there's like a little beat of an uncomfortable moment that I think Ellen plays perfectly, you know, because she's just, hi. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and Vance is like, okay, well, all right, let's. <laughs> You're like, anyway. <laughs> I know. It was, it was so funny. And I love, she, first of all, I love Ellen to, I love her to death. And it was so funny that, yes, in that scene, it cracks me up because literally it's like, oh my gosh, you're pregnant. That's so amazing. All right. So we got to get through this wall. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because so yeah. much is going on. And yeah. Drea is one of those people too that's going, okay, enough, enough. Like, let's go. Like, I got machines right. here. Right, and right, right, and right, she's right, one right. of the, and she's like that too. So it was just so funny and cute um, to see her like that. And um, it was funny too because Ellen told me, um, I haven't interviewed her yet, but she, she had mentioned that she had to hide in all the photos. Cause I was like, yes, that's right. I, I messaged that's right. her and I was like, damn, you guys hit, like you lied really well. Like Josh lied really well. I was like, everybody's in trouble. Cause you guys all lied really well last year. And she was like, I had to hide. I had to hide yeah. all the pictures because they couldn't see it. And so, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just un unbelievable what you guys were able to do, but I have to give you props because I know all actors are very like self-deprecating or will give props to their cast and everything else. The writers were amazing. The show is amazing. This cast is amazing. But Daryl, there's something that you do that cannot be bottled. It's just you give emotion and feeling. You give work. You can tell in every episode. We love you. Like I said, no joke. If you were killed, I would have boycotted. I loved your character. So I'm so glad he made it to the end. I'm so glad he got his, like a semi-happy ending where he's like kind of just back to everyday work. And the amount of emotional scenes and the stuff between you in particular with Ben, uh, with Vance and Ben and you and Josh just killed me. And you guys just did such an amazing job on the show. And I don't know if people realize how much work goes into not only doing a, a show 16 hours a day, lines over and over again, but then on top of that, extra things, right? CGI, fake things, things you got to react to, all of that stuff. I don't know how you did it. But we get we we we, we we just let me tell you one more quick thing. Of course, we help each other so much. It's unbelievable the the way we support one another. Um, again, uh, at the, at the, during the Eureka season, there's that scene. Um, there were my my first big scenes with Sanvi are in that season, and. Uh, you know, I was worried about them. And Parveen, 
because on television you don't get rehearsal you know you're there the rehearsal happens you go onto the set you get the script you memorize the lines hopefully and uh all right we're gonna block out the scene this is read it through you read it through once and they say all right let's do it for camera now and they bring in all the technical apartments lighting people and camera people and you go through it again and say all right uh all right we're gonna we're gonna set up the lights and then we're gonna shoot it and then you go away that scene there's a scene where where parveen has stolen the art piece and then she has to come in and she has to tell me that i need to stop testing it and i'm pissed off that she's stolen something and now she's back that's a very complex scene. I was terrified of it. Parveen says, well, let's rehearse. I mean, this is like before the scene, we at home. This is before the scene. I said, well, when do we have time to do this? She said, oh, we'll do it over Zoom. And she she set up a Zoom conference where we could rehearse all of our, all of our scenes have so much technical jargon in them. You know, it was terrifying. Parveen with, 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 with each and every one of those scenes, Parveen would call would call me up, and we would zoom, and we would re we would rehearse it before we ever got to set. That scene where she comes in, if you go back and you look at it, it's in the third season. If you go back and you look at it, it's a really solid scene. And the reason that scene is so solid is Parveen rehearsed that scene with me over and over again, weeks before we shot it, and she made the time to do that because in that season she had a lot more to do than i did and when you have so much to do there is no time but she cut out that time and that made me such a better actor and that's why that's one of my favorite scenes because it was so grounded and it was grounded because parveen just worked the scene with me I just love you, Daryl. <laughs> ask you really quickly. Um, I'm going to ask you a few fan questions, but really quickly, sure, I wanted sure. to ask you, what is your takeaway overall, or the biggest theme that you want people to take away from Manifest? Oh wow! You know, I never, I never, I never, I never thought about that. Uh, huh. I think it's going to be different. I think it's gonna be different. I think it's gonna be different for everybody. For me, and it's hard to do it with, with so much that happens in the world. But again, we talked about our moms, you know. Um, my mom passed in, two, in, in, in 2013. But I, there are times where she is here and she's helping me get through something and you know i'm not a big holy joe guy so i don't know how to how to say it other than that the times where she's helped me get through things i think one of the themes of the show is to find a way to have faith whatever that means to you whatever it means to you to find a way to to to, to have faith uh that's what <laughs> that's kind of what Ben teaches Vance, mm -hmm. you know, just have faith. And then in that scene where we're talking to each other in the detention center before he, he leaves and they shut it down, then uh, Vance reflects that back to Ben because Ben's saying, I don't know how I'm supposed to do this. And 
fans are saying, have faith. This is something that you can do. So I think that that's probably a, a theme that I take away, you know. That's a good theme. I'm going to grab my phone really quickly because I tweeted out, obviously, that I was talking to you. And um, everybody freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> So let me just pick it up. I'm not going to, obviously I can't ask you um, all the questions, but let's see. I'll ask you some of the questions because so many people had so many things for you. Oh my gosh, my Twitter. I did like a final call too. So my Twitter, everybody's just asking questions for you. Let's see. Okay, so we probably answer most of them, but let's see. Let's see what we can get. Oh, this is a great one. Okay, so from at MA Flight 828, which is Flight 828 Stoner, said, which character besides your own had the most surprising ending? Oh, wow. Uh, okay, which character besides my own? Well, I, I, surprising as an un, unexpected uh yeah, I yeah. would have, I would, I guess I'd have to say, uh, Michaela. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I have to say Michaela because I couldn't figure out what they were going to do with this child. <laughs> she, <laughs> had been, she had been through so much. I, 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 I couldn't imagine. There's that scene where, um, I'm with her dad and she said, no, we're going to go. <laughs> and I, and I, and I said, you know your daughter's you know um yeah it's 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 Michaela it's Michaela yeah I, I actually agree with that I think because you didn't know where she was going to go who she was going to choose yeah. what was going to happen that's right that's right if she was going to survive like there were so many things that you just didn't know yeah. um Keisha so it's at I'm just gonna spell it b-a-h-l-s-a-a-v-s-a-a sorry n-v-i said, are there any lessons you've learned or any attributes you admire from bands? Oh, that's a good question. Um, stay focused and when you know who your friends are, your real friends, trust them. Trust them. I think that's that Vance was such a skeptic and he finally got to the point where he realized that he has to trust his friend, that he doesn't know everything, you know? So I, I, I think that's the one. Yeah. We need a Daryl Ted talk. I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> just saying, just put it, I'm manifesting it out there. Um, let's see. Uh, Tony. So it's at X Tony BX said and i agree with this and so and i'm interested in this one because we talked about this a little bit uh we all love ben and vance bromance and you got <laughs> the best scenes together but what was your favorite scene to film with josh dallas so if you had to choose oh one. they're all my favorite scenes but i think uh there were two that was that were the most fun it, 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 most fun for different reasons uh, the scene in the, they're both in the first season where, uh, uh, he's, he's trying to smuggle out the, uh, the, uh, 
the, the memory stick. He's trying to smuggle out the memory stick from where he's working. And Vance sort of ambushes him in the hallway. And he's there, where you have it hidden in the, in the, in the, oh, in the thermos. That's, 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 that's clever, but I'm pretty clever too. That was a great scene because he turns it over and it comes out of the thermos and he gives it to me. It wouldn't come out of the thermos. We had to do this like 50 <laughs> times. Every time I turned it over, it wouldn't come out of the thermos and nobody wanted to laugh, but it was hysterical, but he's, <laughs> He's because because Josh, when he's working, he's very focused. He's very, very focused. So you can't laugh. Everybody wanted to laugh, but it wouldn't come out of the thermos. That's the one scene. <laughs> and then the other scene uh, where I think as actors, we made our first connection uh, is when he comes to the NSA headquarters and he throws a picture on my desk and he's like, I don't know what you guys are up to, but it's not going to work. And then there's a moment he's looking at me and I just do like that and then Josh goes like that <laughs> so he mirrors it right back to me and I think I have a line like uh uh you really think you can I'm a seasoned NSA officer you really think you can stare <laughs> me down and I that was the first like thing that we had as actors that we realized were you know so I think those 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 were my favorite scenes, along with this scene that we did, that we just talked about, where we're on opposite sides of the fence. Yeah. I've had to do emotional stuff on stage a lot. I've never had to do it on film. I didn't think I could. But because Crazy. I was working- I don't know how you think this, you're so good. I, I didn't because I never had to do it before, but because I was working with Josh, even though we could barely see each other, yeah. it was completely there. So sad. Ah, so sad. I'm getting emotional because it's ending. Um, let's see. I'll do like one or two more questions. So this is a good question because even though obviously everyone will have seen it at this point, but Kat said at cat uh, it's at ben v ford said will vance get back together with his wife as well we're going to understand what happened and what his relationship is with his family now so because we obviously don't get to see him officially go back like you know we see him leave and he goes with his wife then we see him now right and he's showing up investigating 11 passengers do you feel like he's with his family I'm oh yeah i think I, I mean because it's a reset so he's right. he's with his family but before the reset, I think he goes to Florida and he's not sure whether or not the world is going to end. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the end of the world, you want to be with the people that you love, you know, so he's, he's, he's with his kids and he's with his wife and then the world resets. And I uh, give him a second chance. So beautiful um let's see oh my gosh there's so many questions you have so many people that love you um trying to get like one really good i one. love all of those guys too i really think that the fans are part of the reason why the writers were so adamant about bringing me back you know because it, the, the the fans were so supportive 
So I mean, I, I love, I love the fans. I mean, I'm eternally grateful to all of our fans. And there's like so many in here. Like someone wrote best couple Vance and Jared. People love like Vance and Ben. Uh, will Vance's character become even bigger? They want a bigger part for you for that, for part two. So I mean, like all of these things. That uh, was a great scene. That was a great scene with 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 Jared, where um, uh, he uh, where he decides he's going to turn himself in, and I'm like, dude, I'm NSA. This is what I do. Just you know, trust me. You don't need to do this, but he. He's got such a, it's interesting. I think Jared, a lot of people say it's Vance. I think Jared has the strongest moral core of any of the characters. I mean, for what is right and what is wrong is clear to him, you know? It doesn't matter why you covered up a murder. You covered up a murder, you right. know? Uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> I know, because we will we'll go on and on. I think this is a great question to kind of end with, which is from uh, Miria Nadal. I hope I said your name right. It's at M-I-R-E-I-A underscore N-A-D-A-L. Said, were you surprised by the ending once you knew it? Yes. So I'll end with that. I really was. I had, uh, I remember thinking, I don't know how they're going to do this. <laughs> I don't know. I said. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to wrap all of this up. I have no idea. Maybe they're gonna kill everybody. I don't know. And then when I read that, I get to leave. Well, I know I'm not dead. They're gonna be. They'll be over there. Um, if I, I, I think a lot of us are gonna be posting uh, some of the photos we took uh, those last days in upstate uh, New York. Uh, I think my agent will put um, my manager will put some of them online if you if you go to my Instagram uh, after these episodes drop. It it was so weird the day the days the, the, we spent a few days up there, not a cloud in the sky, and it was it was in the country. I'm a city boy. It was in the country. It was beautiful. It was. Beautiful. Just a really quick story, and you probably see it on my Instagram when my manager puts it up. Um, this is how much of a city boy I am. I looked down at the ground and I said, Oh, a fake snake. It must be a prop. <laughs> no. That's really interesting. It's like that the, the 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 scene from Alien when the guy gets his face real close to the to the egg. I go, Let me get a closer look, okay? And luckily, one of our crew is standing behind me and said, Daryl, can you uh, walk toward me? And I said, yeah, there's a, a prop snake here. He says, yeah, can you walk toward me? And I get, I get together with them. It was our sound guy. It was our sound guy. It was our sound guy. And he said, why would we have a prop snake out here? That's a real snake. <laughs> <laughs> and then Josh was looking oh it up on God, his phone. Oh, I wonder if it was poisonous. <laughs> He's looking <laughs> it up on his phone. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. I like, yes, that's a very like, that's a very city thing. <laughs> but I've seen it wasn't moving. It was perfectly still until it started to move. <laughs> You're like, I had reasons. I had reasons to believe. 
It was fake. Well, you know, I think the snake was thinking, look, if I didn't want to know what happened in this last episode, I'd bite you right now. Right? If they didn't subconsciously want to watch and know. That's that's so funny. And that's very like Josh to be like, yeah, let me find out if you were almost killed. That's exactly <laughs> what he did. That's exactly what he did. It's so funny. Um, I like I said, I love you. I love the show. I appreciate all the hard work that you've put into the show. It it's not forsaken. I mean, the fans love it so much. They love you so much. There were hundreds of questions. We would be here for four hours if I asked you every single thing. I mean, they just love you so much. So I always like to give everyone the opportunity. I get to annoy your teams and bother you guys because I love you so much and and get to talk to you, but not everyone gets to do that. So I want to give you a chance if there's anything that you want to say to the fans who, after season three, it was canceled, brought it back. We had a season four for Netflix and just became involved, invested, obsessed. Some of them were like mourning, but bittersweet of the day of June 2nd when it airs. Um, so just all the fans of yours that are just in love with you, if there's anything that you want to kind of say to them now that we're wrapping up. I'm so sad. I love you guys. You uh you changed my life in so many ways that I I can't even uh begin to tell you. Uh having a having a job, especially this job, for another year it changed my life it helped me to survive so uh thank you seems like such a a, a shallow trivial thing to say in comparison to what you did for me personally and what you did for all of us but to all of the fans of the show, that, that that's the most I can say. Thank you so so much, and I I, I love you for it. And uh, I'll see you next time. Well, thank you so much for spending so much time with me and for being so open. And I, like I said, I I love you so much. I love you as an actor. I think you're fantastic. I the show would not have been what it was without you. And I'm so upset to see it go. I can't wait to see what you do next. But I just I just love you so much. And I'm so happy that I got to spend this time with you. Because now I'm like, I just look in love with Daryl. Don't tell your wife. But I'm in love with Daryl. So um, I'll be posting that everywhere today that I spoke to you. And how much I love you. Because you're just the sweetest, nicest human being. And unfortunately, you don't always get that. So it's just nice that for someone that I really loved on the show. To talk to you. and exceed my expectations and just be so amazing and so fantastic and be a good actor and work hard and put the hours in and like just everything uh it's just like could you be more perfect so this was I, this was a wonderful so this was a wonderful time i really really enjoyed it i really really appreciate you i'm really really happy we got to talk about our moms before the show started you you you, you take care thank you thank you so so much thank you well thank you so much and thank you for talking about your mom and i'm glad you spoke about her on here too because you know i do think that they're always with you and she's definitely with you and she's championing you on because girl don't start don't give me don't you don't. 
Don't pull it over. (laughs) Well, no, but she's definitely championing you on. And my mom, who is still here, she lost her mom young. She watches the show. She loves you too. And we're just huge champions here of you. So, I mean, we're all just pushing nothing but, I mean, should I make the pun of we're manifesting good things (laughs) for you? So um, we're all here for you and she's there for you. And I'm sure she's so proud because you're just amazing. You're an amazing human being. So thank you so much for coming on. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to Daryl Edwards talk about what it was like filming those final 20 episodes of the show, including the series finale and those last few minutes. If you guys have not seen the show for any reason, head over to Netflix. All of the episodes from season one through to the series finale are available now to stream. So make sure you go and check it out. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts. And head over to our YouTube channel. Hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content. Remember, subscribers get notified first for video content. So make sure you subscribe as soon as possible so you're updated before anybody else.